Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, Alyssa pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by the Ignite Prophetic Network. This is your uh, invitation to press in with a company of pure prophetic people who want to grow in their gifts. It's your, you are invited to get ignited. This is more than a company of prophetic people. It's my prophetic family and it can be yours too. Get equipped in a safe environment, free from judgment and Jezebels. Get help interpreting your dreams and visions. Engage in prophetic exercises. Get your questions answered. Grow in your prophetic anointing. Walk in your prophetic expression. Get ignited now. Go to ignitenow.org. Ignitenow.org. Listen, I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here, and I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Amen. Our heart is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. You've got three different opportunities to encounter God and his word through prophetic worship and relevant messages every single week. The 1047 AM is a practical teaching with a prophetic edge. Plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. And if you're not in the region, you can watch online at ahop.online. Become a web church member and go deeper with us with our virtual life groups, virtual prayer lines, virtual prophecy rooms, virtual healing rooms, virtual pastoral care. It's virtual, but it's powerful. Visit ahop.online slash web church. Choose the community web church or the equipped web church. Check it out. Today, Amen. Our second service is School of the Spirit at AHOP. We're going into the deeper things of God. We're just wrapping up a series at schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection. It's called Severing the Roots of Rejection. And people are sending in testimonies from all over the world about the freedom they're experiencing. Get on over there. You can still take that class on demand. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash rejection. Our third service, straight up teaching, no worship, deep equipping, And for now, we're going to switch over and read out of our devotional. Today, I'm reading out of Evenings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, I will not lead you into burnout. I will not lead you into burnout. (laughs) And here's what I heard the Holy Spirit say. People speak to you about burnout. They tell you that you will grow weary in your race if you run too fast, too hard, too long, or too much. But I say to you that when you follow my leading, when you tap into my grace, when you operate in the anointing that abides, you will not burn out. And the Holy Spirit says Jesus's yoke is easy and his burden is light. When you take on the assignments he gives you, you will not burn out, grow weary, or wear out. You will not, says the Spirit of the living God. And he says the key to avoiding burnout is simple. Follow my leading, listen for my yes and no, and obey what I tell you and show you. 
Come on, that's a good word right there. Come, my God. So many Christians burned completely out, burning the candles at both ends, burned by the enemy, burned out in their soul, burned out in their bodies, burned. Come on, we've got to switch this around today. You can find the scripture references in the devotional evenings with the Holy Spirit. Here's the prayer starter. I agree with your words. I break and bind all the words and thoughts of burnout and commit to following your leading on when to stop and when to go. Help me discern your every demand. Help me discern your will with every invitation. Help me know your will in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Father, we give you praise today. We honor you and we adore you. You are our leader. You are our God. You are the one who guides us, the one who orders our steps. You are that God who is a you're so precise, my God. I just got a revelation on the precision of God. Father, thank you that you are a God of precision. <laughs> you are never late. You're always on time. You know exactly where we need to be when we need to be there. And you are working to order our steps to the place of breakthrough. You are working to order our steps to that place of promise. You are working to order our steps into the land of blessing, the promised land that you have ordained for us. You are precise in your leadership. You never miss a step. You never send us the wrong way. You never tell us the wrong thing. You are precise in your leadership. You are precise in your instruction. You are precise. You were precise when you gave Moses the instructions to build the Ark of the Covenant. It was precise. There was precision when you told Solomon and David how to build it. It was precise. There was precision when you told Noah how to build the ark. It was precise. There was precision. We thank you, Lord, that you are the God of precision. You never make a mistake. You never leave out any detail. You never offer us bad advice. You are the God of precision. You are precise. You are exacting. You know every detail. Detail. You never miss a moment. You are you are the all-knowing God. Lord, help us today to conform to your pattern for our lives. Help us today to conform to your ways, which are higher than our ways. Help us today to conform to your standards. Jesus, we want to do things your way. We want to be precise in the spirit. We don't want to listen to the wrong voice, follow the wrong spirit, go down the wrong path. We want to stay on the narrow path. The narrow path is a path of precision. So, Father, give us a precise spirit. Spirit. Give us an accurate spirit. Help us, Lord, not to be dull in our hearing, dull in our vision, dull, dull, dull. Sharpen us today, God, in the name of Jesus. Sharpen our hearing, God. Sharpen our vision, God. Sharpen our walk, God. Help us, Lord, to speak words that are precise. We thank you, Jesus, that you are a God of precision. You are accurate in all of your ways. You are accurate in your instructions to us. You are accurate. You are exacting. You are uh, pin, the pinpoint God. You know where everything is and where, where how we can find it. You know where we left the blessing. You know, God, Jesus, help us, Lord, today. 
We praise you for your precision. We praise you that you are the truth. (laughs) Your sword of the spirit, it is precise. It divides between the soul and the spirit, between the bone and the marrow. Your sword is precise. When we swing your sword accurately, we will see every demon fall. When we pick up your, 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 your sword and swing it with precision, we will see the enemy flee. When we pick up your sword and swing it with precision, we will see the swift victory because your word never fails. Your word is precise. Your spirit is precise. Come on. He's the God of precision. I wish I could get some of you to get as excited about this as I am. He is precise. He is on target. He never loses a battle. He never misses the mark. He's never inaccurate. He is always on time. His words are always true. His instruction is always it's always accurate. Father, thank you today. Thank you today. Thank you today. Thank you today. You are precise. (laughs) You are the God of precision. (laughs) You are accurate. We want to be like you, Jesus. We want to be clear cut. We want to be correct. We want to be decisive and know that the decisions that we are making are the right ones. We don't want to miss your will. We want to be accurate. We don't want to miss the the, the, the very particular details of what you're trying to tell us. We want to be definite in our walk, exacting in our purpose. Oh, Jesus, help us today. Help us today. Help us today. Help us today. We want to be more precise in our prophetic. Come on. We don't want to release broad prophetic words that could mean anything to anybody. Nebulous, obscure. Who knows what anybody's talking about? We want to be precise like Samuel was precise. He had an accurate mouth because he had an accurate ear. His ear was precise. Lord, give us precise ears. Come on. Give us precise ears. We want to hear you with crystal clarity, no more static, no more interference, no more obstructions to our dream life. Or we want to be precise in our hearing. We want to hear you even when you whisper. We want to hear you. We want to be surprised by your voice. We want to hear you by the burning bush. We want to We want to hear you on the ark. We want to hear you in the wilderness. We want to hear you in the desert. We want to hear you on the mountaintop. We want to hear your voice, however you speak, whenever you speak, wherever you speak, however you come on. Oh, Jesus, give us an accurate ear. We want to hear your voice. We need to hear your voice. However you're speaking in a natural way, in a supernatural way, we want to hear you. Give us a precise ear. Give us precise eyes, God, so we can see things the way that you see them. You're a God of precision. Your eyes are not dull. Your eyes are not unfocused. You're not blind. Eli, the priest, he grew, his eyes grew dim at the end of his life. We don't want our spiritual eyes to grow dim as we get older. We want our spiritual eyes to get sharper, more precise as we grow in you. Help us, Lord, to clear anything out of our eyesight that doesn't belong there. David said, I will not look at any worthless thing. 
Help us, Lord, to stop looking at worthless things. Help us, Lord, to stop opening our eye gates to things that the enemy tempts us to look at. We don't want to look at, oh, Jesus. We don't want to look at the things of the world. We don't want to be influenced by the spirit of the age. We don't want to look at what the enemy is trying to show us because what the enemy is trying to show us is going to steal our faith. And if it steals our faith, it steals our hope and it steals our joy. And then we'll be strikeless. Then we'll be hopeless then we'll be faithless and then we can't receive anything from you because apart from you we can do nothing and without faith it's impossible to please you lord we want to please you so give us precision vision ah lord give us precision vision we want to see through your eyes we want to have your perspective give us precision vision Lord, we don't want to to have eyes that are clouded by disappointment. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Eyes of discouragement. Eyes filled with pain. Eyes filled with tears. Eyes filled with grief. Eyes filled with idols. Eyes filled with everything but you. We want to gaze upon your beauty. There it is. We want precision vision. So give us an unction to, to, to gaze upon your beauty. To stare at Jesus. To look Jesus in the eye. His eyes are like flames of fire. Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Give us precision vision. We want to gaze upon your beauty. As we gaze upon your beauty, we'll be more accurate. As we gaze upon your beauty, we'll hear you more clearly. As we gaze upon your beauty, we'll become more and more and more like you. We'll think more and more and more like you. We'll walk more and more and more like you. We'll talk more and more and more like you. We'll move in signs and wonders more like you. We'll do the greater works like you help us Lord to set aside everything that hinders love everything that hinders our vision everything that hinders our precision help us Lord to keep our eyes on you because you keep us in perfect peace when we do that you promised that you would precision vision help us Lord we want to walk accurately in the spirit we want to have an accurate mouth Or we don't want to prophesy and see our words fall to the ground. We don't want to prophesy over our own lives and see our words fall to the ground. We don't want our decrees to be without power because they're not based on what your heart is saying in the hour. Help us, Lord, to have a precise mouth, precise words coming out of our mouth. The power of death and life is in the tongue. The power of death and life is in the tongue. The power of death and life is in the tongue. Help us, Lord, to have a precise mouth speaking life. Your words are spirit and life. Your words are spirit and life. Your words are spirit and life. Help us, Lord, to have a precise mouth speaking forth your will into the earth, prophesying what says the spirit of God to the nations. God, help us. We want to have a precise mouth. We want to have a precise mind. We need precision in our thought life. Jesus, help us. We need precision in our thought life. Jesus, confront every wrong thought pattern in our soul right now. God, shine your light, please, on our soul and eradicate us of of inaccuracies in our mind. Drive out the inaccuracies in our mind. Lord, we want to renew our minds to your word so that our minds can, 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 can have precise thoughts, 
precision thoughts. Come on. Lord, help us to see the lie that we are believing. Help us to see the, the, the twisted truth that the enemy has sown in our, in our, in our minds. That's causing us to have, come on. Oh, Jesus, these imprecise thoughts, these imprecise threats, these imprecise imaginations that the enemy launches at our mind, help us to root them out because if our mind is not precise, our mouth will not be precise, our eyes will not be precise, our ears will not be precise, or we need to get the pollution out of our mind that the enemy planted there. I said, Lord, help us because the enemy planted pollution in our mind. He's trying to pollute your truth. He's trying to water it down. He's trying to twist it up. He's trying to speak it forth. Lord, if we're believing a lie, enter in with your light that shines brighter and makes the darkness flee in the name of Jesus. Give us a hunger for your word. Jesus, give us a hunger for your word. Jesus, give us a hunger for your word that we would meditate on it day and night and be careful to do all that it says so we could make our way prosperous and find the good success that you are leading us and guiding us to. Help us, Lord, if we're going astray, help us get back on the right track. If we're going astray, God, if we've strayed from your heart, God, if we strayed from your vision for our life, God, if we're straying away from our destiny, God, if we're straying away from our purpose, God, if we've strayed from the God thing to the good thing, God, would you help us get back on the right path? We want to walk with precision. We want our walk to be precise. We want our walk to be precise. We want to hear you so clearly that when you say, now turn right, we walk to the right. When you say, now turn left, we walk to the left. When you say, don't go there, don't walk there, don't be there, that we won't do it. We want to walk precisely. So we need to be led precisely. And we know that you are a precise leader. You are the one who leads and guides us with precision into your vision for our lives. So help us to break through all of the inaccuracies, all of the different voices in the world, in the media, through false prophets, false deliverance ministers, all these competing voices trying to get our hearts, trying to get in our mind. Solomon said, guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to guard our hearts. Help us, Lord, to guard our mouth. Help us, Lord, to guard our thoughts. Help us, Lord, to guard our ears. Help us, Lord, to guard our walk. Help us, Lord, not to associate with bad company because bad company corrupts good morals. Help us, Lord, not to associate with an angry man lest we become like him. Help us, Lord, to get rightly aligned, not just with you, but with the people in our lives. We don't want to align ourselves with people who are not precise, with people who don't have precision. We don't want to align ourselves with people who are living in any kind of way. We want to align ourselves with people who are on fire for you, that want to be precise in your spirit, that are pulling in the same direction as as, as you, God. So help us today. Help us today. Help us today. He is the God of precision. Come on. He is the God of precision. Somebody needs to hear that today. I got excited about that revelation. He is the God of precision. He's a precise God. He's an on-target God. 
He's on the money. He's on target. He's on the button. He's on the nose. Amen. He is very specific. He is very detail oriented. He is very particular. Our God is precise. He's uncompromising. Amen. He's exacting. He's accurate. (laughs) He's specific. And he wants to speak to you in a way, give you a specific strategy for breakthrough, for overcoming whatever you're dealing with in your life today. He has a plan. He has a purpose. Even in the storm, he'll work something good out of it. He's that precise that he can take your pain and and, and give you beauty for ashes. It makes no sense in the natural. He can he can take that that misstep, that mistake, and turn it into one of the greatest lessons of your life that propels you forward into places you never thought you'd go. That's how precise he is. He can take what the enemy meant for harm and turn it to your good. That's how precise he is. He's the ruler of the universe. He is sovereign. Thank you, Lord. Share this, ping somebody into this room right now. We're going into our next segment. Right now, we're going into our next segment. And you're going to want to tag somebody. You're going to want to help somebody out today. Help them get in here. Help them on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Help them. What do you do when the enemy is surrounding you on all sides? What do you do? How do you respond? What should be your strategy? What is the right response when the enemy is surrounding you on all sides? I know what many people do when the enemy is surrounding them on all sides. Many people run in a cave and they hide. They don't run into the Lord. They run into the cave called their bedroom. They put the covers up over their head. They turn Netflix on and binge watch for a couple of days. The problem is when they come out of that cave of self-pity, nothing's changed. The enemy is still surrounding them. I said there's nothing going to change unless you get God's strategy. Trying to run away and escape from the fight. You can't escape a fight God's calling you to win. Come on now. Did you hear what I said? I said, you cannot escape a fight. God is calling you to win. If God is calling you to the fight, he's calling you into victory. If God is calling you to the fight, he's calling you to victory. There's some things, there's some battles that he will fight for you. But there are many battles that we have to fight for ourselves in him, through him, by his strength, with his strategy. I want to read you a scripture. Psalm 27, verse 6. Listen, David is speaking of a time when the enemy has surrounded him. I mean, he was surrounded. Maybe you felt like that sometimes. You just feel like everywhere you look, there's a there's a there's an attack. There's an attack on your health. There's an attack on your kids. There's an attack on your marriage. There's an attack on your career. There's an attack on your finances. Have you ever been in that kind of situation? Or everywhere you look, it's like an onslaught. I have. I'm trying to help you. The enemy surrounds sometimes. My God, it's like everywhere I look, there's a problem. Everywhere I look, there's a fire. Everywhere I look, there's a there's an issue. What do you do? That's a sign the enemy is surrounding you on all sides. 
This is, this is what you do. This is one step towards your victory right here. Listen, Psalm 27, verse six. I will hold my head high above my enemies who surround me. At his sanctuary, I will offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. See, sometimes it looks like there's a Goliath staring you down and you're having to look up to see this giant staring down on you, releasing intimidating messages to you, vain imaginations to your soul. But the Bible says, lift up your head, O ye gates, that the king of glory may come in. The Bible says, look where your help comes from. It comes from above. When you feel like you're surrounded on all sides, hold your head high. Don't you dare look down with your head bowed down and feeling sorry for yourself. No, don't you dare walk around, you know, looking all depressed and gloomy and discouraged and defeated. No, don't you dare do that. You're just inviting more attacks, beloved. I said, when you walk around with your head held low and, oh, poor me, woe is me. Oh, I don't know if the Lord even hears my prayers. No, 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 no. That is the wrong heart posture. When the enemy has attacked you on all sides, you must understand that you are about to have one of the biggest breakthroughs you've ever had. That's why the enemy is attacking you so fiercely. Come on now. He would not be attacking you so fiercely if you were not on the edge of a breakthrough. He's trying to stop something. He's trying to get you to give up and quit before you see the promise. So what you do is you hold your head above your enemies. Put your head up. Put your shoulders back. Go ahead and prophesy back to the enemy. Go ahead and look and see the plan of God. Go ahead, lift up your heads, O ye gates, that the king of glory may come in. Go ahead and offer sacrifices with shouts of joy, singing and praising the Lord with music. Put on your favorite worship song. Lift up your head and start praising God with everything in you. And God will respond. He will come in like a flood. The enemy may have flooded you, but God's going to flood him. You need to do your part. And part of your strategy is keep your head up, kid. Keep your head up. Keep looking up to the God who promises to keep you in perfect peace when you keep your eyes on him. So father, in the name of Jesus, we're so grateful that throughout your word, there are various strategies and perspectives and understandings of how we are to respond to the enemy. And you show us in your word what David did when he was surrounded. He was surrounded by literal Philistines. He was surrounded by literal people who wanted to kill him. He was surrounded by people who hated him, who wanted to see him fall. He was surrounded by people who were jealous of him, who were envious of him. He was surrounded by people who didn't believe in him. They didn't know the gift of God that was in him. He was surrounded by naysayers and people who were cursing him. He was surrounded. Are you hearing me? Father, help us in that moment when we feel like we're absolutely surrounded by the enemy, when it looks like there's no way of escape, when it looks like we're done for, when it looks like there's no way to win, when it looks like all hope is lost, would you help us, Lord, to lift up our heads and let you enter into our situation? 
to invite you into the midst of our battle because you are the glorious, victorious warrior God. You've never lost a battle. My head will be high above my enemies that surround me. Ha, shattered up. I like that. Help us, Lord. I know our flesh does not feel like praising you in the midst of the battle. Our flesh is weary, but our spirit is willing. Our flesh is weary, but our spirit is willing. Our flesh is weary, but our spirit is willing. God, help us to be led by our spirits under the unction of your Holy Spirit who dwells within our spirit instead of being led forth by our flesh, by our unrenewed mind, by our disappointments and pain, by our discouragement and weariness. Help us, Lord, to be led forth by your spirit and by peace into the battle that you've already won. We're just executing your will. Help us to remember that. Help us to remember when the enemy is swarming all around us that you are bringing us to the point of breakthrough, that that Goliath will fall, that the smooth stone that you put in our hand will take out the fiercest enemy and that nothing can derail our destiny. You would not have allowed the enemy to swarm around us if you didn't plan to deliver us. You would not have allowed the enemy to come in like a flood if you did not intend to raise up a standard. You will get the glory. All glory goes to you. You will get the glory. 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 glory. All glory to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, somebody thank him. Thank you, Jesus, that you have victory for us. Thank you, Jesus, that you have breakthrough for us. Thank you, Jesus, that you saw the the, the, the battle plan of the enemy, that you saw it, that you saw it, that nothing surprises you. Thank you, Jesus, that you see the way through. You see the way out. You see the way to victory. Thank you, Jesus, that nothing is too hard for you. No battle is too difficult for you. No enemy is too big for you. You are the one true living God, the God, the glorious victorious warrior God. That is who we serve. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the victory. Thank you, Jesus, for the breakthrough. Thank you, Jesus. We will lift our head high above our enemies who surround us. We will, but yet praise you in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Come on. Did you get that today? He's a precise God. Some of you coming in, you missed all of the prophetic prayer on the precision God and how we're to respond, but that's okay because you can go back and listen to the replay. You can listen to the podcast. God is trying to speak a word of life to us. He is precise. And when we look at him, we will be more precise. We will be precise in the battle. We will be precise even in the pain. We will be, listen, there's things we go through in life that causes pain, that causes discomfort. We don't have to stop being precise just because we're going through a trial. We need to be precise in the trial. We need to be precise in the tribulation. We need to be precise in the, in the persecution. We need to be sharp. So thank you, Lord, today that you make us sharp. Amen and amen and amen and amen and hallelujah. Amen. I I want some of you to be more precise in your prophetic. Listen, we talked about having that God's voice is precise and we need our ear to be precise. We want our mouth to be precise, right? 
I need you guys to get in on this new series that's starting very soon. It's called The Voice of God. I'm excited about this series. I know that I know that I know that God is speaking more than we're listening. The Bible says, be careful how you listen. For for the one who listens, more will be given. And the one who doesn't listen, even what he thinks he has will be taken away. Do you know why? Perhaps you might not be hearing from God. Can I be really blunt? Can I talk to you like a mother? Can I just tell you in love, in direct, in boldness, but in love? The reason why some of you are not hearing from God. Oh God, should I share this? Jesus, Holy Spirit, help me. The reason why some of you are not hearing the voice of God is because you didn't do the last thing he told you to do. Oh, God, help me, Jesus. Abraham was told by God to go out of your country and away from your family. And the Bible says Abraham obeyed the Lord, but he took Lot with him. Now, really, Lot went with him. But Abraham should have told Lot, no, 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 no. This, this is a precise word of the Lord. It says no families to come with me. This is a precise word of the Lord. I'm not supposed to take you. You can't come with me. Stay here. And God did not speak to Abraham again. Well, go look it up in scripture. Go read the story. God did not speak to Abraham again until he parted ways with Lot. And as soon as he parted ways with Lot, God started speaking to him again. I'm telling you the truth. Part of the reason why you might not be here. There's many reasons why you might not hear from God. I'm not saying you're disobedient. There are many reasons why you may not be hearing from God. But one of them is that you didn't do the last thing he said. That is a real possibility. I want to teach you. This is not regurgitated teaching like what you hear from everybody else. It's the same thing. I'm going deep with you in this series, the voice of God. I want you to get over there and take this. It's going to help you. You're going to understand dynamics about the voice of God that you've never understood or been taught before. You're going to come out of this class with a transformed ear. Did you hear what I said? I said, you're going to come out of this class with a transformed ear. You're not going to keep missing the will of God. You're not going to miss his warnings. You're not going to miss his direction. You're going to hear his voice. You're going to hear his voice. You're going to be equipped completely. Please get over there while you can. This is, there is a cost for it. It is on early bird. Do not wait any longer. School of the spirit.tv slash voice of God. Amen. Amen. You want a transformed ear. If you have a, listen, if you transform your listening, you'll transform your, form your life. I said, if you transform your listening, you'll transform your life. I said, if you transform your listening, you'll transform your life. Some of the reason why some of your lives are having, you're having such difficulties is because you did not hear God. (laughs) You didn't hear him. You maybe you were listening to yourself. Maybe you were listening to a false prophet. Maybe you were listening to some other voice in the spirit. Please, please, please. I'm so I was on the Jim Baker show a few weeks ago. And what he kept saying was over and over. There's never been a more critical time to hear the voice of God clearly. And that's when I decided to pray about what he was saying and and why the times we're in. What's going on in the world today? We need to hear the voice of God for ourselves. We can't depend on pastor to tell us what the Lord is saying. What if pastor misses it? Come on. What if pastor misses it? Listen, you married people, you each, your husband, you wife, you need to individually be able to hear the voice of God for yourself and come back to each other and share. This is what God's saying to me. What is he saying to you? You both need to be hearing from God because anybody can miss it. And God's word is clear. 
Get on over there right now to schoolofthespirit.tv slash voice of God. Please don't forget. Remember to do it. Don't just bookmark it. This is important. This is important. It is important. Amen. It's important. It's critical. One word from God's mouth can change your whole life. And one missed word can derail your whole life for a whole season. God will put you back on track. He's good. But I've seen people totally miss it. I've seen people, you know, God is saying, don't leave. And they left. And they lost their marriage, lost their child, lost their mind, lost their career. God can restore it. But sometimes the seasons of difficulty we go through are because we're not hearing God rightly. Jesus. Get on over there to schoolofthespirit.tv slash voice of God. Amen. Listen, if you want to help the ministry, you can sow today into our missions arm. We're helping rescue sex traffic victims, digging water wells in Africa, feeding the hungry, uh, helping children, helping addicts break free. Go over there if you feel this is helping you and become a partner at Operation Liberation. That's our missions arm. Now, you can also sow a one-time seed at Operation Liberation, jenniferleclair.org slash missions. If that's too complicated for you, you can just use Cash App. Cash App is, I'm going to spend 30 seconds on this, guys, and we're going to fellowship, okay? Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. PayPal is paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Text to give is text the word pray to 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. You can find all those ways over there at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can send Facebook stars. You can send YouTube stickers. If this ministry is helping you, consider helping us help more people. Amen. Pay it forward. For the glory of God. Father, thank you for this offering, for this, this opportunity to sow a seed into your kingdom. You're a good, good father. And we depend and lean on you. I ask you, Lord, to multiply this back to the givers in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God is good all the time. Amen. He's good all the time. He's good all the time, all the time, all the time. Guys, if you're in South Florida, come on over to church on Sunday. Awakening House of Prayer, we have three services, 1047 a.m., 1.30 p.m., and 4 p.m., three different messages every week. I said there's three different messages every week. I said there's three different messages every week. Prophetic worship, check that out. You can watch online at ahop.online. If you're a worship leader in South Florida, you play an instrument, You do. I need you to connect with me at Awakening House of Prayer. We do not have enough worship leader. We want a variety. We don't want to just depend on the same two people every week. It's not healthy. We want diversity. I need some more Latin worship leaders, some more black worship leaders, you know, some more Asian worship leaders. See, when we get to heaven, it's all kingdoms, all nations, all peoples. It's, it's, it's diverse. We want a diverse expression of prayer and worship at Awakening House of Prayer. Amen. 
please connect me with your friends in South Florida who are worship leaders. All right, guys, I'm going to dip. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a breakthrough day.